When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the latest edition of ESPN FC. I'm Dan Thomas, full house in the studio today, which can only mean one thing, a big match. And boy, was it huge at Anfield. What a game between Liverpool and Real Madrid. Craig Burley, Stevie Nicol and Ali Moreno alongside me. Uh, it was just extraordinary in so many different ways. Liverpool were 2-0 up in this game. Huh? Nunez would open the score with a brilliant flick, then a mistake from Courtois would see Salah. They make it 2-0 and then it was just all about Real Madrid. Brilliant goal from Vinicius Jr. Alisson then lost his head, cleared it off Vinicius Jr. to make it 2-2. Defining moment, you have to say, just after the break, Militao with a good header, but Liverpool's defence falling asleep as Real Madrid made it 3-2. Then it's a brace from Benzema, deflected goal for the fourth, then a brilliant finish led from Modric and Vinicius Jr. We'll see Real Madrid win by five goals to two. Just leave that graphic up. It's, it's just... Uh, uh, there's so much to talk about, but just from someone who doesn't have a horse in this race, I'm, I'm just, I'll start hear from Stevie in a moment. It was so much fun, wasn't it? It was just brilliant. Well, it, I had more fun every time I turned to you and went, because we were watching it here. <laughs> yes, yeah. We knew he was at home, and every time Sam Hartman went, he's shouting at the telly again. <laughs> yeah, he's screaming at the TV. It's going to get worse. I, look, just quickly, Liverpool started the game like their old self and then quickly morphed in to the new Liverpool of what we've come to expect, certainly this season. Had a great opportunity to, to strangle this Real Madrid side that haven't been playing well and just, you know, made too many mistakes. You know, the Vinicius goal didn't get close enough. The keeper yep. has just got to clear it. And so, yeah, Real Madrid were clinical. Absolutely clinical in the second half. Uh, they were exceptional uh, after the break. Stephen. Mm. <clears throat> I've been trying really hard to not be... I, sitting watching it, it felt like somebody was ripping your guts out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Honestly. Mm. And at the end, I don't think I have ever in my life heard an opposition group of fans all in at Anfield. Ever. I don't, I don't remember it. I, I'd love to know if this is the first time ever. And it kind of tells you the story of... tells you the story of how good Real Madrid were. Yeah. But it tells you the story of how bad Liverpool were as well. And I think the goals sum up both sides. I think the first goal and the last goal sums up Real Madrid. You know, the first goal kind of comes from nothing. Liverpool seemingly in control. And it's just a bit of... It's just the star that Vinny is. You know, yes, you can argue he should have been closed down better, but he's got a little window to put the ball in and he finds it and all of a sudden they're back in the game. The second, third and fourth are just... I could be here for 20 minutes talking about the mistakes. Right. But then the fifth goal shows you the brilliance of Real Madrid. I mean, from one end of the field to the other, effortless, great passes, the perfect passes, the right pass, 
picking the right player well, to play it to. That was the Luka Modric run into Vinicius Junior laid but off again, to Benzema. Again, it comes about from a throw-in. Yeah, little... but, but from when they get it, though, oh, yeah, I get it's that. just smooth. And then to top it all off, the finish. Mm -hmm. You know, Benzema, dummy in the goalie, dummy in Gomez again. There's still two people on the line and he's still 12 yards out and he just picks a gap between them. I mean, so the, all the goals kind of sum up both sides, the good and the bad. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti mentioned it after the game. At 2-0 down, Real Madrid don't lose their heads. Mm. Right, and that's true for Real Madrid, but it's not true for most teams, even in this competition. And I must say that at 2 nothing down, I wasn't exactly sitting back and saying, nah, that's all right, Real Madrid got this. They're coming back. They're going to score five goals. It didn't look like it because Liverpool... We saw from them that they were pressing high, that they were forcing Real Madrid into mistakes. Real Madrid looked uncomfortable with the high press. Camavinga is slipping all over the place. They're losing the ball in bad areas, and you're thinking, my goodness, Real Madrid looked bad. And how quickly did it turn? Yeah. And I think it's to the credit of Real Madrid, but we also have to point out the level of confidence or lack thereof for Liverpool. When it started turning, when it started going in the direction of Real Madrid, it's like somebody pulled the plug on Liverpool. And then Real Madrid took over. And the real quality of elite-level sort of player. And we're talking about Modric and how he gets on the ball and he knows exactly what he wants to do in the midfield. The work rate of Fede Valverde. How relentless Vinicius Jr. is down the left-hand side. The qualities of Karim Benzema getting in spaces where he can keep the possession of the ball. There is so much to like about Real Madrid in this performance. And I know that we have seen Real Madrid perform at a high level in Champions League before, but this is as, as good as I remember Real Madrid playing in Champions League over the last few seasons. And they have won Champions League. But this performance in the context of being down 2-0 and the manner in which they came back and how dominant they were in the second half, this was outstanding from Real Madrid. It really was uh, something... <laughs> I mean, how they, I, I don't... It's hard to gauge how... Liverpool can go from being so dominant in the middle of the park mm. early on. Fabinho, yep. Bicicic getting so much space, Gakpo dropping in there. And then it's almost like the goal just completely destroyed them. It's like they knew what was coming because it's happened to them so many times this season. They've just crumbled. Defensively, they've been poor. Then all the spaces opened up and against Real Madrid. Come on. You know, Camavinga had a poor start to the game, then got better. And then once Modric started to control it, but... You just can't keep making those mistakes. And it's, you know, we've seen Alisson do this before. Yeah, we had a mistake from Courtois. But guess what? His teammates bailed him out. Yeah. Alisson's didn't. And we've seen him do this this season, taking chances. I mean, even even the two goals that the goalkeepers get stick for. Yeah. It's a lot easier to understand the Courtois one because the ball he gets back, his first touch is here with his chest. So the only thing that's going to happen is the ball's in the air. He's waiting for it to come down. He's got Mo Salah running straight at him. It, it, panic's probably not the, the right word, but he's, his legs are six foot long. He can't figure his legs out. <laughs> he ends up hitting his knee, and then the ball's in the back of the net. Yeah. And, and as much as it's a howler, you can kind of understand it. Right. The Allison one was the first time that I shouted at the TV. Okay, first and only time throughout the whole game? Absolutely. Oh, what? Because <laughs> it's, Run the tape back on that. Because it's, it's, one, it's the worst way to lose a goal. It's a bad decision. Right. This, is not, this is not he's unlucky. 
This is a terrible football decision from somebody who at one time was the best goal in the world. You know, when you're playing the game, you're working things out as is happening. And the run from Vinnie Jr. is from here across here. And a football brain tells you, you go the other way. Right. He doesn't do that. He tries to make that pass, which tells you either he's panicked or you know what? His confidence is, is, is short as well. What I thought was interesting, OK, you got your team together at 2-2 at half-time. Right, we're still in this game. Just keep it tight at the back, keep it sensible. And within, what, the opening two or three minutes of that second half, <laughs> it was too easy, wasn't it? Well, that's it? when the individual mistakes start. I mean, the, in, the individual mistake from, from, from Alisson, is, yep. in, in my opinion, is the game-changer. Right. You know, the first goal, you can kind of get over it because it's a piece of... It's just a piece of ability. There's five and six defenders around Vinny. But the second goal, I think, absolutely pulls the stuffing out of Liverpool. And the third one is down to a player who's not good enough to produce at this level, and Joe Gomez. The free kick he gives away is absolutely schoolboy stuff. And yes, you can argue, Craig's talking about the, the, the free kick, the way they were lined up, where they can't see the ball, they're not side on. Yes, you can look at that. But it always starts somewhere. And Joe Gomez was in the middle of everything that went wrong for Liverpool, pretty much, along with a few others. So, when your group as a unit is lacking in confidence, and then you add to the fact that some players, ability-wise, can't perform to the right level, at this level, things happen. I thought it was clear to see a difference in level of quality, just overall quality, at this point in their careers, in the midfield. And while the first 20 minutes, and Craig just mentioned it, the first 20 minutes, you, you're looking at Liverpool and you, you're seeing a different level of energy. You're different, a different type of urgency from Liverpool. Whenever Real Madrid actually got a hold of the ball and actually slowed the game down to the pace that they wanted to play it, and they started knocking it, it's almost like Fabinho can't quite get there anymore. Jordan Henson can't get there anymore. Bicetic is not getting close. They didn't even get close to challenge Real Madrid. And that's the part that I thought was really concerning from Liverpool's perspective, is that it's not lack of work. It's now they can't get there. Right. Uh, right. And so we can point out the mistakes, and the mistakes were very clear. But the level of quality right now, currently, that we're seeing between what Real Madrid can produce through the midfield and what Liverpool were trying to produce, certainly in the second half, is just we're talking about elite level and a team that is where they are in the Premier League. And that's how they played in the second half. That's what we saw in the middle of the park. And when you're talking about Modric and Valverde and Camavinga and whenever Benzema drops in, you're not going to win. You're not going to stop it. And they didn't stop it. And to the point that Stevie was making earlier on, to hear the electric Knights of Anfield that we have heard in the past in the club era, to hear that stadium quiet and all you're listening to is Real Madrid fans just yelling after every pass that Real Madrid completes, that is something, even by the standards that Liverpool have set this year, that is something that I was certainly not expecting. We can talk about... We keep hearing about throw-in coaches and set-piece coaches and whatever that entails. But to go back to that Gomez mistake, the body position of at least five senior players... Yep, it's for the third goal, yeah. Third goal, Militao, is not even under 12 schoolboy level. To have a ball over here and everyone's facing that direction, every one of them, 
Not one of them. Militao's here. I can see the ball. Like dominoes, weren't they? And I've got my hands here like that. I'm blocking every player that's near me. I'm blocking and I'm watching the ball. My head's on swivel. <laughs> They're facing the ball. That's... You know, you taught that as a kid. But these are players who, who've been part of this Liverpool success over the years. Why? Why do we see these errors? Why do well, we see it all? Know. I mean, it's the head's gone. You they, can't... It's the body position is just terrible. And, and you give Luka Modric an inch. Yeah. And he sees it. And Militao sees it. It's absolutely uh, brilliant. That's taken nothing away from, from Real Madrid. I tell you what, once again, I know we've talked about it before. I think one of the best players in Europe, and I mean this in all sincerity, to having your squad has to be Nacho. I mean, arguably he did a better job yeah. when he came on than... Alaba. Yeah, I think I think Alaba must have been carrying an injury he, he, because he got done he about got done. four times yeah. early on before he came off. But my point is, you, that guy, and we've talked about him before when he's had to come on or he plays and anywhere, you put him in the middle of the park. Yeah, well, he's a footballer, isn't he? Yeah, actually, it's unbelievable. Actually, you can say that about Real Madrid. That's that's really the difference. Liverpool, at their best, we we can see now that the way that Klopp wants to play. We see it now that it heavily relies on the pace of the game and the closing down and the running. Whereas Real Madrid, it's about football. It's about moving the ball. It's about running. It's about picking the right pass. It's about making the right decisions. It's not about has to be 100 mile an hour. Right. Because when Liverpool are it's doing... It's about playing football. It's about playing football. So what happens now, Stevie? Is this, is this kind of a defining moment? Is this the end of an era for, for Liverpool? Ah, this team needs this this team and, and we kind of we disagreed the other last week about this, Craig and I. The middle of the park needs an overhaul. Absolutely, hundred percent. You know, we saw we saw in flashes and we spoke about it coming into this game that that Nunez and Salah at the weekend looked as though they got a bit of a spark back. And after 15, 20 minutes. It's we the saw same it. story again. We saw it, right? So, you know, you've got, he's still got plenty to work with. He's still got Diaz to come back. He's still got Jota. So, going forward, then that looks fine to me. I, I, the forward line, I, I'm not worried about. Really, Stevie? Like Salah? The second half? Like they, 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 I, I mean, Dan, he's not, he's not at his best, but let's be honest, he's still got money in the bank. He still has some money in the bank. And the, in the realms of things, the middle of the park and the back line is pretty bad, pretty shocking, pretty shambolic. You know, if you're playing Gomez and Alexander Arnold, and, and again, he's got a decision to make with Alexander Arnold. Mm -hmm. Because again, you see this guy whipping balls in tonight, and you're like, what's a ball? But he has zero idea of how to defend. And if you put him next to somebody else who's got more of an idea but isn't good enough, then ha half of your defence is done. When, when Klopp is going to be looking over his shoulder at what Chelsea are spending, City spend, Manchester United potential, do you think part of him is thinking, maybe I've done everything I can at this club? And would you it blame depends him? If, if, if he gets... Look, there's no question that they have to replace players, right? You need 300 million to start. Right. Well, he's not going to get it. Well, uh, and, and I can't answer that question, Dan. You know. Would you resent him if he left? Yes. Yeah. 
In what sense? In well, the, I can't believe he's, he's leaving us. Believe, the, 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 you know, the Titanic would, sinking and he's I jumping would, ship. Yeah, I would much rather that he went, OK, maybe you're not going to give me three or four hundred million, but at least give me a couple of players and let me try... Let me try and work with what I've... Not completely with what I've got. Let me try and hopefully maybe some of these younger guys will take a step forward. Let me bring a couple of guys in and let me work with them. And if he does that and it doesn't work, then I'd be fine with that. But if he turned around and, and, and went now, I would think less of him. I still think he's been fantastic. Right. He's, he's obviously a great coach, great manager. But I wouldn't like to see him leaving right now because, as you said, when... The chip's going down. You, should, you know, I think I if think they get walloped at the Bernabeu, and the and the season peters out for them, yeah. In terms of the Premier League, they're kind of hanging on to some outside chance of a top four. I mean, I'm stretching it there. Uh, but if they get walloped over there and it continues to go down, and he's not getting vibes from ownership or the potential sale of the club or the sale of the, a majority shareholding, he might think about it in the summer. He might. Especially if, for example, Mr. Ancelotti mm. has enough at Real Madrid, you see opportunities like that to be able to go there and take it. And, and I understand what Steve's saying is that you want him to stay and fight, but how much is that drive when you're not getting the support from the boardroom? Well, and, and never mind the support from the club itself in terms of money. But you know now the environment in Liverpool and around the media that surrounds the club... My guess is that when he wakes up tomorrow morning, the news are going to be more towards we should be thinking about life post Jurgen Klopp. Then maybe it's time to move on from Jurgen Klopp. And if indeed the tendency is that this club doesn't make it into the top four and they, as uh, Craig just mentioned, they get walloped. Yeah. Which I guess is not a good thing. No, um, walloped. Yeah. walloped. Yeah. No, you don't want to be walloped. <laughs> yes. I suppose it's not a good thing. If indeed that happens, then that's only going to pick up momentum. So if you're Jurgen Klopp and you're sitting back and you're saying, hold on a sec. The job that I know I've been able to do in this club, the, the profile of the club that, I ha that, that we have now, that wasn't quite there before, before I got here, Right. It's a team that not only was win is win has won Champions League, but was com competing year in and year out to win the league and win Champions League. We weren't there before when I got here. At some point, you got to sit back and go, really? Right. This, is, this is the treatment that I deserve? And that's why if he were to walk away under those circumstances, my feeling wouldn't be one of resentment. If I were a Liverpool fan and I were part of this club, I would try to hang on to Jurgen Klopp for as long as I possibly can, right. not push him out. I think this is a unique manager who right now is in a unique position because the team and the transition from the team that he had to the team that he wants, we're right in the middle of that transition. He's not handling it very well. The players are not handling it very well. The board is not handling it very well. Somebody has to be able to make a smart decision and say, here, we have a really good manager, a world-class manager. Let's not push him out. Let's make sure that we do enough to put our arms around him and make sure that he stays with the if, club. If anybody thinks about pushing him out, they are off their rocker. Right. I mean, I, I, I feel awkward talking about him getting the sack, to be honest, because... Well, he won't. Because he shouldn't. Well, he won't. He shouldn't. No, but I'm not... I, the, only people I'm, that, I'm, the only people that I'm talking about getting sacked... The press. Are, yeah. are, 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 just are, are radio phone-ins. Yes, in yeah, the UK exactly. And 
Yeah, social media. Uh, let's get more reactions, shall we, from Anfield. Gemma Soler was there for us. It, what an incredible roller coaster of emotions, Gemma, from the whistling of the UEFA theme to your never walk alone before kickoff to then, as Stevie said, you've got the Real Madrid fans at the end chanting Ole, which is something we've hardly ever heard at Anfield before. Hello, uh, Dan. Yeah, it was such a, a roller coaster, uh, an amazing game, a thrilling match. Uh, it, it had absolutely everything, uh, uh, such a vertical, offensive spectacle in, in the first half. And, and then after the break, um, I, I think Liverpool showed that they are uh, a mentally weak team. I don't know what happened in that locker room, but the body language of the Jurgen Klopp men in the second half, it looked like they were doubtful. They never believed they could uh, come back again and score another goal and pass through Real Madrid. I can understand that Real Madrid is some kind of nemesis of this uh, red squad, but uh, um, it, it was a, an absolutely a, a roller coaster for for the for the Liverpool fans that they started so strong with a you'll never walk alone with uh, uh, chanting so much, uh, bringing that 2-0. Uh, and then they, they saw like they, the Real Madrid score five goals. Once again, uh, Real Madrid passing through over over them. Uh, there's one thing I, I really like it at the end. You were mentioning the ole ole chanting from the uh, 1,400 Real Madrid fans. But at minute 85, uh, and I'm saying this because you were talking about what's going to be happening, of course, with Jurgen Klopp and, and stuff. But, but the Anfield star singing again, you'll never walk alone. They, they just saw five goals in a row of Real Madrid. They were twice 5-2. Uh, uh, they were losing and they managed to, to try to help the team because a goal could mean that maybe they have a chance in the Santiago Bernabeu. This never happened. Uh, and I think uh, now I understand why this team with such a talented squad, they are eight in the Premier League and, and they, have, they are a disaster in the defensive side. They were unable to do the high pressure that we used to know from, from Liverpool and, and at the end, this really bad result. And for me, the key is what Thibaut Courtois just explained us in, in, in the mix area. He said that they were patient and they are a very strong mental team. They just came from winning La Liga and the Champions League. So they can be patient because they already won everything last season and they can be patient and wait for the chances they did. And they succeed in another magical night for Real Madrid in the Champions League. Yeah, no, just add it, add it to the list. Uh, Craig, how impressive is it? to have that mental capability, that confidence in yourself as a side, that even at 2-0 down, there isn't a kind of panic. Because they've got players that, that are game-changers, mm. just pure game-changers. And the other thing, the other part of watching Real Madrid and, and, and Barcelona and all the great sides, but is standards. If one of those players gives the ball away easy possession, oh my God. Right. They're, 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 they're told about it. Yes. So they are... When they hit the straps and they got themselves back in the game, they puff the chest out, they're so good in possession, they've got so many game changers, they kept the ball so well through that second half, it just frustrated Liverpool. And it's standards. They've set themselves such high standards. You see Modric going around the field, yeah. if, you know, keeping the ball, little one-twos, Camavinga growing in, in, in conference, Valverde's work rate. 
I mean, if, they could, just, if they could just be that exciting every week in La Liga. I know, that's the <laughs> thing. Like, why, why don't we see this week in... Is it just Liverpool because they're, they're going to be lackadaisical? It's not the same motivation? Uh, it's lack of interest. Right. They're not excited to play against Osasuna. Right? No offence to Osasuna, but Real Madrid could not care less. They do not wake up in the morning motivated to play a mid-table team in La Liga. It just doesn't do it for Real Madrid. This moment... Right. This night, this is what this club lives for. And, and, and you can see it in the players. This, we have not seen this level of play from Real Madrid in La Liga. And we watch this team play yeah. every weekend. And every weekend, we come into halftime of, of games thinking, well, I don't know, they're in trouble. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where they're going to get the productivity from. What's going to happen if Benzema is not healthy? What's going to happen? This guy's not playing well. That guy's not playing well. They've been inconsistent. And then they show up tonight, down to nothing. And Gemma just mentioned the word patience there and, and that Thibaut Courtois, which, by the way, it's amazing that Thibaut Courtois is the one saying that it's, we're good because we're patient. <laughs> Nobody would have been patient with that sort of mistake. Regardless, it's easy to be patient when you have done this in the past, when you have been able to prove to yourself and to everybody else that you can come back. And so I go back to the goal by Vinny Jr., because at that moment, Real Madrid were not in control. At that moment, Real Madrid were underwhelming. They seem uncomfortable. They couldn't quite keep possession of the ball. He scores that goal, and it just changed everything. The whole feeling for Real Madrid, it's almost like, okay, all right, we're here. We're interested. This is a game for us, and this is when we take over. You saw that reaction from Real Madrid. You saw totally the opposite from Liverpool. You, you, talk about, you always talk about a culture. Right. And a culture's built... From the, from the first day of training. You know, it's not a case of, well, they go 2-0 down and then all the players start thinking in their head, well, we'll be all right, we don't need to worry because we've done it before. That's not how it happens. Right. You don't think. Yep. You just do it. It's the best horses, Steve. <laughs> the culture has seeped into you. Right. And it's not until the game's finished when people go, oh, I can't believe how you never panicked. And you're like... Well, actually, we didn't panic. Right. You know, it's not... It's it didn't, not it, we didn't even contemplate. It's not a conscious thing. It's a culture thing. Right. Most teams don't react that way. No. Most teams... No, well, there, there, are very, there are very few teams that, that can create the culture mm. like that. You need great players, good characters... A calm manager. And standards. A calm manager. Yeah, manager. A calm manager who's big sort time. of been there and, and yeah. trusts his players. Listen, they got battered last year in Paris. Yep. They were on the canvas. They got up at nine. Right? Yep. They got up at nine. Where, where did they get up against City then? Take a step <laughs> forward. <laughs> canvas on the floor. Canvas again on the floor. Picked themselves up. Got a bit of a going over in the final, yeah. even against a Liverpool side that were flying at the time, but won the game. It's in these players and this club's DNA. Right. It, it's, no, it's, it's no coincidence it keeps happening. Uh, Gemma, one of the great moments, and, and we, we talked about this a lot last season when they are on this run, is Luka Modric at the, at the end celebrating with everyone like it's his first big win. Like His, his <laughs> love for this game at 37 must be so infectious for everybody else around him in the team. 
Yeah, because uh, I mean, he, he he mentioned he he's in the in the team of uh, his life. He loves Real Madrid. He's like he was born in Chamartín, just next to to the Santiago Bernabéu. He feels it so much, and he's an animal competitive. He loves winning. He w loves doing it over and over again. And he loves, for example, remembering that last last season. They, everyone was criticizing him, him and, and Cruz and, and so much Real Madrid. No one gave a, a Real Madrid like one of the main candidates last season. And they did this over and over again. And he enjoys it so much. So yesterday he was uh, the star of the press conference. And he said that, like, um, I mean, la last season you were saying we were uh, dead. We had no more chance in the Champions League. You did the same this season after the... Uh, the, the World Cup, uh, and yeah, he recognized maybe uh, he rushed too much in coming back to the team because he's 37. I think sometimes he forgets that he's uh, 37 and he wanted to come back just after the World Cup and the physicality of himself and the team was not good enough. But I think after winning the club's World Cup, uh, they have that winning mentality back again and they, ha they have not that pressure of having to win because himself and all this team have already won everything and and they have done it so many times so they know they can do it and that's what it showed here in my back in Anfield just in front of the court that they were two nil down but they just were patient they did their game they did no more mistakes and they managed to get five goals in Anfield actually uh, a three nil was the the, the worst uh, uh, defeat of uh, Liverpool in the European Champions League it was 2014 against Real Madrid, one is against three, nil, uh, three goals different, two, five against uh, Real Madrid. It's like they have some kind of trauma and when they see Real Madrid, their legs start to, to shake and they don't mentally believe they can beat Real Madrid. One more thing about Luka Modric. Conversation, rumors going around and his contract renewal. And I don't think it's a coincidence that things have been said by Carlo Ancelotti, to the, to the effect of we're going to have to rest some of the guys, we're going to have to rotate because we have, we're in a moment in transition and yeah. players like Chuameni are going to get an opportunity and Camavinga are going to get an opportunity and Florentino Perez, is he going to give a new deal to Luka Modric or not? Yeah, see Florentino, I'll answer the question for you. You need to give this guy a new contract. It's it, it, like that, that fifth goal is just so brilliant, not only the run, but then just the perfect ball into Vinicius Jr. And... Um, Actually, what you were just talking about, a guy who's 37, you think he, he acts like a kid? Yeah. Did you see them all dancing after they scored yes. the goal? Yeah. I mean, all of them. They were like a bunch of schoolboys yeah. that, had, that had just won the cup as 10-year-olds. I mean, I don't know about you, son, but at 37, I couldn't run about like that. <laughs> 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 yes, son. <laughs> Couldn't do that at 27. <laughs> Couldn't do that at 27. And then, of course, you've got the Vinicius Junior. You know, who, there's so much excitement around this player, and we, we obviously see flashes. Sometimes he frustrates. But it was interesting. The press conference afterwards, Jurgen Klopp was asked, "Is he one of the best players in the world?" Jurgen Klopp went, "Yes." His translator went, "See." Sí. <laughs> <laughs> and when you see him, like that first goal, uh, out of nothing, really. Yeah. And and that's that's what puts you on that upper echelon of, of world-class well, He's just players. taking his game to the level that Real Madrid were hoping for, but, but were getting frustrated. But he was young, you know, and you thinking back as well and about the disharmony in the dressing room with 
I think it was him and Benzema, mm. right? Yeah. So that, I mean, when 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 one of the world's best players, Karim Benzema, is heard saying, don't pass him the ball, that has to drain your confidence. Right. So to pick himself off the floor, dust all that down, and get back to business, and then one of the things we talked about at the start of the season, could would he be able to go again? And clearly we're getting the answer. Is it 17 goals or something like that? Mm. So it's not just the wing play, the assess, the ball possession. It's the end product as well. And, yeah, he's having a, a, a second brilliant season. And, and, and he's always talking... Like, Benzema clearly is, like... Mm. It, it, it's mentoring him on the pitch. You can see it all the time, talking to Vinny. Yeah, and how Vinny affects the game, it's obvious to see in a 1v1 situation. It's obvious to see when he scores a goal or when he assists a goal. But the fact that he keeps coming time and time and time again, and certainly going to keep coming when you think about the fact that you're going against Trent Alexander-Arnold, he's saying, oh, goodness, I love me some of this. Because you know there's going to be space. He affects how Liverpool had to defend because now Fabinho has to get out there because now Joe Gomez has to get out there. Right, so it's not only the fact that Alexander Arnold is not defending Vinicius properly, it's how it affects everything else defensively for Liverpool and offensively for Real Madrid. Because Fabinho has to get out there, Joe Gomez has to get out there, it creates spaces in the middle. Where now that relationship with Karim Benzema, where he drops underneath, and now we're combining, and now we're having all this possession in the attacking half. Vinicius Jr., right now, when he focuses and concentrates on playing the game and displaying his talent, the special talent that he is, he is world-class. He is at an elite level. When he concentrates and focuses on fighting with everybody else, he comes back to the crowd. But when he's all about playing, there's no stopping him. You know, we, we're talking about Vinny. We're talking, talking about Modric. We're talking about Benzema. Yes. Yeah. The other day, and last week, we were talking about Messi and Mbappe. Oh, yeah. And Neymar. Yep. You talk about the difference between a, three players and Real Madrid and PSG. Three in PSG who it's, other than Messi probably, it's me, 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 me. This three are actually helping each other. Right. Because all the things that Vinny's doing is pulling players away, is leaving Benzema, who appreciates it, and who's leaving Modric, who appreciates it even more. So you've got three superstars, basically, and that's why Real Madrid are so good, and why they can do what they did at Anfield as opposed to three at PSG, who have a completely different outlook on the game. Uh, last words of this on you, to you, Gemma. How many have they won? 14? Is it going to be 15 for Real Madrid this season? I mean, you never know with uh, Real Madrid. Uh, but I think last season, nobody would point them as a... Uh, not even a candidate at the, the mm. very beginning and not, and not in the in the last 16 and as, a, as one of the main favorites. But you never know with this team. I mean, they have this uh, a strong mentality, especially when they play the Champions League. When they listen to the Champions League music, it's like they, they turn into uh, something. Uh, they, they put the competitive level in, in another stage. So... You can never say Real Madrid are not a candidate with uh, this mistake last season. You can never forget that they already won 14. Uh, we will see. I mean, they are in, in the last uh, eight, we can say that, uh, and they have that mentality. And I think that if they have to, 
uh, Ancelotti will pick uh, the Champions League ahead of La Liga. They already mm. done that. Uh, for example, the last weekend in El Sadar when he uh, rotates the team to, to, to be ready for that uh, game, for this game, and, and they did good. So why not uh, done with this team and the Champions League? Anything can happen. I've seen that movie at least 14 times. <laughs> Thank you very much, Emma. Hey, still the second leg, Stevie. Yep. Who knows? Go and warm up, Gemma. Thank you very much. Of course, it's a big uh, few weeks, isn't it, for Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, their next opponent on Saturday. That game live on ESPN+. Plus. Coverage starts at 11.30 Eastern. And also, of course, we've got El Clasico's coming up as well. Real Madrid against Barca. It's a little more edge to this now in the Copa del Rey first leg semi-final. Then it's La Liga Real Madrid. We won't bother with that. And then it's the Copa del Rey on April the 5th, uh, also at the Camp Nou at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, just a reminder, plenty of uh, Champions League talk over on our YouTube channel. Be sure to go over to ESPN FC and subscribe. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled, and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC, terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Passion, drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights and more. Whether you're into speed, power or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
You may be shocked to learn there was another Champions League match today. No. Uh, Napoli taking on Eintracht Frankfurt. Napoli arguably the best team in Europe at the moment. And they went in and they put on another show against the Europa League champions, winning by two goals to nil. Osserman scoring with five minutes to go in the first half. Then a lovely team goal with Di Lorenzo uh, making it 2-0. Uh, Muani was sent off just before that as Frankfurt ended the game uh, with 10 men. Uh, keep an eye on that for us, Archie Rintat and Don Hutchinson as well. Uh, Don, we've got to start with you. Of course, Napoli, well done, yes. <laughs> it was a mauling. Uh, do you know what? The first half an hour was quite tight, Dan. I like the way Spalletti tripped this as a European game and not a Serie A game because they were patient. And they had to be because I thought Eintracht early on looked quite... The atmosphere, I've got to say, was electric, was amazing. But once they got their first goal, and there could have been more, uh, Kravitzkelia missed the penalty. There was a red card in the game for Colomani, which was never, ever in a million mm. years a red card. So that was harsh on Eintracht Frankfurt. And then the second half, he just got away from them. I thought the best player on the pitch, I thought, was Chucky Lozano by a mile. I thought he was amazing. Osterman obviously got his goal, and Di Lorenzo, as you said, scored a team goal. But that's Napoli safely through. I can't imagine they're going to blow this in the second leg in Naples. Oh, my God, Don, we need your internet to stay with us because we got to talk about this game. Uh, Archie is with us as well. Uh, Archie, this, this kind of went pretty much as I think people would have expected it to. From a Napoli perspective, sure. There was, I think, hope from Eintracht Frankfurt fans that after they were such overwhelming underdogs last season against the likes of Barcelona, for example, I think even West Ham thought themselves as favourites going into those games that maybe after making it through the group stage, also in unlikely fashion, that could they do the same against Napoli? But honestly, as, as, as Don says, they were outclassed tonight. Even before the red card, I thought that they struggled to lay a glove on Napoli and just I'm, I, I could be effusive with praise for so many of those Napoli players as well. Kvaratskelia, uh, Osimhen. Like the, the, the cross, particularly from Lozano, I think that many players don't even play that cross that he does because it's such a fine margin ball that he has to get right. But it just shows you the kind of flow that Napoli are in right now, that Lozano backs himself to make that ball. And also, let's not forget, Napoli missed a penalty in mm. the first half where you would have thought, OK, is this going to set them back? Because there was a little period where they looked slightly unsure of themselves and thinking, hmm, OK, are we picking up the same form that we are having in Serie A? But just the way that they just kept going, wave after wave after wave, such an impressive performance. And, yeah, given the way that the other results have gone so far, I think that this was a statement performance because Eintracht Frankfurt is still not, a diff it's still not an easy place to go. They're still a good team. But today, they certainly learn a very hard lesson about the golfing quality and the step up that there is at just this very top level in the Champions League. Well, not only a good team, but we know the sort of atmosphere that the supporters obviously create there, Archie, and it takes something to go in there and quiet that down. Yeah, for sure. And I, I felt that the atmosphere wasn't quite there for Eintracht Frankfurt tonight. It was still at a very good level. And... And after the game, they gave the players quite a reception as well. That was special. But I think that they struggled to ignite in quite the same way that they have done for some of these games before. That said, I think that even, even with that, Napoli 
<laughs> Napoli are, are not used to playing at a quiet ground at home on European nights. The San Paolo, the Diego Maradona is is quite a fearsome place to go. So that wasn't going to be the sort of thing that was going to phase them. I think just there's a, a few players there who will wonder, could they have maybe given a bit more? I think of, of Mario Goetze with his pass that uh, was left a little bit short for the first goal, which Labotka absolutely leapt onto, setting Lozano free. Mario Goetze has been back to his best this season. He has been in stunning form. But I think he was one of those players who, if Eintracht Frankfurt were to do well tonight, then he had to play well. Lindstrom had to play well. And Kolo Mouani getting sent off. I mean, look, the, the moment he got sent off for me, it wasn't just game over. It was tie over. Because do you think it was he harsh, Archie? Real... <sighs> yes. Oh, I spoke to Oliver Glasner after the game. He said that because he won, he, he put a foot on the ball first. He thinks that he shouldn't be penalised uh, with a red card. But honestly... We're used to that now when you see that sort of, that sort of contact with an open sole against, yeah, uh, against an ankle. I, I, could, I could understand it, sadly, for Kolo Mouani's stake. But yeah, I think absolute mountain to climb for Eintracht. They've climbed some before in, in European football in the last years, but this felt like them reaching the ceiling. And yeah, I don't see them winning by two goals, at least in, in Naples. Let's play a game, shall we, Don? Go on. Who's more likely to win the Champions League, Napoli or Real Madrid? Mm. <laughs> it's Real Madrid, isn't it, after that? Dear me, what a performance that was. That was You're supposed to morning. be supporting Italian teams, greatest league in the oh, world, mate, Napoli, I'd love, awesome. I'd love, <laughs> I'd love to see it, Dan, I would love to see it. And my, they might go deep, they might, because no-one wants to play them, but... No. I mean, after watching Real Madrid tonight, I mean, they were, I, was, I had both games on at the same time. They were just phenomenal. But listen, Napoli will give anyone a run for the money because they're aggressive and they don't mind taking it to teams. They've got players all over the pitch, like Labocca, who control control the middle, the, the, the middle of the park, but you're against Luka Modric. Um, but it, it's the form of Oscar Men, it's the form of Chucky Lozano. It's the form of Carvet Skellia. They're tight at the back. They fancy themselves. You can see by the Serie A, they're 15 clear and they're flying. So Scudetto is going to be worn up, I would imagine, in the next month or so. But you wouldn't want to draw them. 20 to 1 Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, but we were, we were saying, I just come, I just, just come <laughs> rolling out to me there. I was just drawn to 20 to 1 Chelsea. We, we, when we were watching this game, because obviously we had both games on focusing more on the Liverpool match. We were saying no one wants to play Napoli at the moment. Nobody wants to face him. No, we were saying, well, I mean, yeah, we were saying that before this game. I mean, this yeah. is not, I, I actually, my prediction went for a draw. I thought that at home, but I mean, they're just wiping teams away yes. at the moment. Just wiping teams away. I mean, it's just incredible the job Spalletti's done there. Uh, and no, you're right. Nobody, I mean, the, the so-called favourites, right, Real Madrid, Man City in particular. Yeah. They do not want to be drawn against Napoli. They no. just don't. No. Because there's nothing to lose, really, for this Napoli side because they're going to win the Scudetta. That wasn't expected. And anything they do in this competition is a bonus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they are the, the underdog. Freebie, isn't it? it's, yeah. it's not like PSG yeah. and Man City, who the managers have been guilty, but more so Pep Guardiola, went to Bayern Munich, couldn't get it done. Now at Man City, one of the, arguably had the best squad in Europe for, for years now, can't get it done. For Spalletti, it's like, this is, this is yeah. what I've got. Yeah. And this is what we're working with. Yeah. Fans are all unlucky lads in the Champions League. 
Right, when is the when's the league starting? Right. I mean they're just that, that that's all they're interested in, really. Right. Yeah. If you gave them a choice, they would pick but it, 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 looking but at it, it doesn't even that. have to be a choice, does it? Why? You're going to win your first title since 1990. Yeah, yeah but even so, even the position they're in, if you gave them a choice, they would all say Serie A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. But the reason that they're a nightmare matchup for anybody is because they're willing to play at a pace that would affect a team like Real Madrid. Napoli will get up and down the field. Real Madrid doesn't want to do that. Sure. And they have the players that can match up physically with you. So you can play up and down the field because you have the matchups that you want. And then you have a guy like Osimhen, who's a difference maker in the final third. And so when you have a goal scorer and then you have an attacking core group of players that have the pace to get up and down the field and they're going to force you to defend into open spaces, that would affect a team like Real Madrid. That's a, that's a nightmare matchup for a team like Real Madrid. They don't want that. They, they saw some of that in the first 20 minutes today against Liverpool and they didn't want any part of that. Napoli, a much better version of that currently than Liverpool are. And so therefore, yes, they would cause a whole lot of problems for Real Madrid. Uh, Napoli, of course, and uh, big favourites to advance uh, the quarterfinals for Eintracht Frankfurt. It's uh, focusing back on the Bundesliga. Let's take you through the schedule, shall we? Of course, every single game live on ESPN Plus throughout the season. It is quite the title race at the moment. Eintracht Frankfurt taking on Leipzig, which takes us quite nicely through to the game, of course, on Wednesday, which sees Leipzig in action against Manchester City. Archie, looking ahead to this clash, obviously City are big favourites, but there is a sense of vulnerability, isn't there, from Pep Guardiola's side going into this tie more so than previous seasons, and how much could Leipzig take advantage of that? So, I don't want to troll Liverpool fans right now, Oh, but oh. RB <laughs> Leipzig did go 2-0 up on Real Madrid earlier this season and managed to close the game out. They won that 3-2. This is a very high-quality team. They can compete at this level. They don't have Christopher Nkunku. He is not going to be able to start, at least. He's had some, some muscle problems. So he'll, he'll at least be on the bench. But if you look at the players there, Timo Werner's got a point to prove. He's been speaking in the press this week about... Uh, how, yeah, he was unhappy at Chelsea, and I think he can be quite a, a sensitive soul. Uh, he needs oh. an arm around him. Marco Rose has given him that. But there's still enough in that team to cause City problems. Zava Schlager is very important to the way they play. David Raum is going to have a very important night as well, up against Riyad Mahrez. Uh, Archie, you, 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 you mentioned Timo Werner. Just, sorry, just the quotes come out. I just want to just make reference to it. The biggest problem uh, with Tuchel, he put a striker like Lukaku in front of me in the second season after I won the Champions League. <laughs> I like there's a spelling error there for the one. <laughs> uh, by nearly playing every game in the first squad. When you come from the kind of success I had in Germany, or with Chelsea, playing nearly every game in the first season, winning the Champions League, scoring in the semi-final against Real Madrid, making a lot of goals, then all this gets a little bit forgotten by the manager. It was not really fair. That was also a reason I had to move back to Leipzig to get the enjoyment again. Boo-hoo. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. the Champions League single-handedly, Stevie. Oh. How dare you? Boo-hoo. Oh, big baby. Oh, oh seriously. Oh. <laughs> Archie says he's the sort of player that just needs an arm around him. <laughs> Sensitive soul. Yeah. You know, don't relate. I've got my blanket and a dummy then as well to go with. Oh dear me! This is part of the thing with Timo Werner. This is part of the thing with Timo Werner. He struggled 
before in Germany when he was in a real hotbed of an environment at Stuttgart where they got relegated and it took him going to a club where there isn't the same kind of pressure as there is to perform at, at Chelsea, for example, uh, like RB Leipzig, where the fans are going to be a lot more forgiving. So I think that there are still question marks left unopened by, uh, le left open even by his time in England because ultimately he did miss a lot of chances. He did achieve a Champions League win, which is very impressive. But he also is not the first player to fall out with Thomas Tuchel. Uh, that was a very familiar trend mm. uh, in Germany during his time at Borussia Dortmund. So, yeah, Timo Werner's got a, a point to prove. He's been playing well this season, but I wouldn't say he's the best RB Leipzig player around right now, particularly in that team. I, I'd look more to Dominic Soboschlei, uh, who has been superb in, in terms of setting up and, and scoring himself. So, yeah, but I think Timo Werner will be going into this game highly motivated. He's uh, in his comfort zone. Right. Where he is. Right, OK. Uh, we've talked about a lot about Leipzig and Werner. See, he be fine in this game? Well, it depends what city turn up. There's be. no Kevin De Bruyne, is there? No but, Laporte, no John Stone. Particularly at this stage, I always think with Man City, it's how they approach the game. Right? If, if, if they cut out the basic errors at the back and Guardiola doesn't try to be too clever again with team selection information, they get the job done. Right? They should do. Right. Stevie? Aye, yeah, I, 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 I mean, De Bruyne, De Bruyne had been certain until recently. Uh, I'm not a fan of Laporte anyway, so I don't think that's particularly right. on this. So, no, I, I expect Man City to do what they do and have more possession. And if they're anywhere close to how good they can be going forward, then they'll be comfortable. I, I, I don't see this as a banana skin. No, no problem. I sense a little bit of a problem because all that we're saying is, I think based upon what we have seen from Manchester City in the past, but this is a Manchester City team that have had their difficulties and their inconsistency. Now, what I would say is because those difficulties have been in the league and that lack of consistency have been in the league, maybe it's time to focus for Manchester City on what they really want to win, and that is Champions League. And if that's the case and you get the full focus and full interest of Manchester City, then it shouldn't be an issue. Listen, if you're on the heels of Arsenal, that's fine. But if you can't, let, let me put it another way. If you can't put Nottingham Forest away yep. at the weekend, yep. then it's not going to be a, a rollover for RB Leipzig. It's just not. Uh, we'll say thank you very much uh, to Archie and his lovely drapes there in his hotel room. Yeah. Beautiful Plassy. stuff. Plassy. Beautiful stuff. Thank you very much. Uh, meanwhile, of course, the other game on Wednesday sees Inter uh, take on Porto. Inter, big favourites, actually. To, to, I'm surprised it's that big uh, to go through. Don, honestly, this game doesn't excite me that much. <laughs> Yeah, I can, I can guess why, Dan. I mean, a little bit of background on Porto. Taremi and Tony Martinez, the front men, are their sort of danger men. But Pepe at the back is nearly 40. So he's still playing. At San Siro, I would imagine Inter will, will, will take, try and take a lead to Porto. I mean, they're in decent form, Porto. They're stubborn. They're six wins on the spin. But Inter are finding a little bit of form. But you're right. It's not one of the glamour ties. And I expect Inter to go through. Uh, thank you very much, Don. That is it. Of course, we'll be looking back at uh, that game and the City game on the next edition of the show. Uh, meanwhile, in the Championship, of course, these games live on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, plenty of goals today. Surprise, Millwall held Burnley at home by 1-1. Meanwhile, Rotherham beat Sunderland 2-1. Swansea with a 3-1 defeat at home against Stoke. Norwich City beat Birmingham. And Blackburn beat Blackpool 1-0. Uh, what does all that mean? 
Well, Burnley now are 12 points clear at the top of the table. Sheffield United, of course, have a game in hand. Borough, though, looking to chase them down in great form at the moment. That win for Blackburn puts them fourth. Meanwhile, Leeds have a new manager. Of course, after Jesse Marsh, they've been rumoured to, to talk to a number of different coaches. In the end, they've gone for Mojave Gracia, who most people probably know well from his time uh, coaching Watford. Um, I, I can't really remember what he did at Watford. I can't got remember much about Mojave Gracia. Got to the cup final. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That, you know the one they got Oh, walked. that's the one where you danced with the mascot. Was that me? That's all I remember oh. from that cup final. Well, you don't remember the six goals at Man City? No, no, I don't remember that bit. Why do I remember that? He actually did a decent job at Watford, but this is a this is a left field uh, appointment again from Leeds, and I, I mean, at least he knows the league, right? Yeah, having coached in it before. Sure. After that, and were you done? Right. I, I don't I don't see what he's going to do. I hear reports that he's got his his teams are well organised. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. I mean, yeah, come on, I mean, Steve. I mean, I exactly. I would love to have seen the press release. Well, I, I mean, here's the. Have a grass here, the new manager. There you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Nobody knows anything. Hold on, hold on. Is he, is he finished yet? He's still going. He's still going. Ah, oh, that is it. Um, good luck. List the length of my arm of uh, qualities. Uh, that is it. That brings us to the end of today's show. Uh, I wanted sure. to say something about having Oh, Ali, mean, there's no oh. time. No time. Stevie took it all up. No. <laughs> uh, we'll be back tomorrow for more. Stay tuned, though. Extra time is next. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Welcome into the latest edition oh. of Extra Time. Thank you very much for your questions. To be fair, he's been waiting all day for that. <laughs> I know, I know. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> I thought you spelled his name wrong. Right, good. Thank you very much. Uh, Ali's here. Don, has, um, Don, by the way, texts me when Liverpool were 2-0 up, going, oh, I had a feeling about this. <laughs> oh, don't. I did. I did. I texted Lou before the game. I fancy Liverpool. I fancy oh. Liverpool. How did that feeling work out, Don? Um, do you know, watching that, that second half, Dan, it was actually quite brutal because it was five going on, like, sort of, like, six, seven. It was like, like Real Madrid just controlling things. I'm just fearful for the second leg because Real Madrid could wallop Liverpool because I thought Liverpool were showing signs that they might be back. I thought their, their front six that young club stumbled upon with the midfield three in the front three, I thought they looked good. And then second half, they just absolutely came, didn't they? They were so fragile. What's wrong with your internet, Don? Oh, cheap. Crap in it, rubbish. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's, that's yeah. fair enough. It's like Liverpool's yeah, defending. You got, you gone for that free internet you get, yeah, yeah, you yeah, buy, yeah. buy like a microwave or something. <laughs> He's got a cheap. Uh, before we carry on, we've got to say congratulations to Seb. Uh, the birth of Raphael. Oh, hello. Yep. Look at him, look at him. What the heck do I do with this? Yeah. <laughs> He's already taller than Seb. Hold on, which one's the baby? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations oh, to Seb. Yes. Oh, what a lovely few years you got ahead of <laughs> Oh, yeah, the game begins now. Oh, yes, yes. Oh. That's a rubbish game as well. <laughs> and, and, and would Seb? He, wait, he was staring in there as if he didn't know where, where no, it was. No, I know, yes. Mm. <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> 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 oh, Oh dear. Oh, what do you think yeah. is? They're so pensive. Are they going to call it Hercules? Hercules? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's Raphael. It is, it, yes, call it Herc. Right. How much of what Stevie yelled after Liverpool fell apart can be repeated on television? Mm. Now, we talked about this during the show. Me and Craig watched it here. Yep. You watched it at home. When did the expletive start? Alison's goal. Right. Well, because we were 2 0 up, fantastic. But, um, you you kind of know. And then. Vinny scores from nowhere, and I'm like, you know what? It's not a shock they scored, because I figured they were going to score at some stage during the game. Now, I didn't see five coming, but when Alisson made in that the, mistake... And then what that, happened in the second half with the expletives? Like Militao no, scoring? I was like that. Oh. After the third? Yes. I was like that. You were defeated? Yeah. You were done? Yeah. You to say I looked like I was one of the players. Because all the players <laughs> looked like that as well. Or the fans, for that matter, yeah. Anfield. They got, they got yeah. the life sucked out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Same as me. So I just had a wee spell. Well, a little bit of swearing. A wee, well, a wee that's spell. That's good for you, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Circumstances. Yeah. A wee spell, so... Yeah. Maybe that's the problem. There isn't the same passion as there used to be for this Liverpool side. From you passive. or indeed the players. You were too passive yeah. on the TV. Too accepting. No. I mean, it was... I guess it was a good game to watch, but it was no Barcelona uh, Man United, Dan, was it? <laughs> what did you say after the Barcelona game? Liverpool, this was Europa League Text defending. Them. <laughs> Text them. <laughs> Unlike the quality defending oh. we saw today. Oh, my God. Um, OK. Uh, will Vinicius Jr. Don win a Ballon d'Or before either Haaland or Mbappe? I think so. He reminds me of prime Neymar, Vinny Jr. Oh. I think, I think he's an amazing talent. I think he just, he makes the game look easy. He's got wonderful balance, skill. He's uh, he's so aggressive. He takes players on. He's confident. He's got an air of arrogance about him as well, which I actually quite like. I think the kid's a superstar. Who would you... Is he going to win player of the year this year in Spain, I wonder? No, I don't think so. 
No, that'd be a Barca player because they'll win La Liga, won't they? Oh, that's going to be gotten. Because oh, you, you tipped him to win oh, player you, of the year, you, you, wasn't it? You snarled at me when I, I even... Don't think, I don't think I even snarled. Who, would you, who is harder to defend against, Steve? Ian Mbappe or Vinicius Junior? Mm. Hmm. I would say... That's a tough one. I, I would say Mbappe. Just because the pace... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not mean, the slouch either. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, you could do, you could do with like Phil Neal, for example, who, right. who played at uh, Liverpool. Right. So obviously, <laughs> when he came to the end, most relevant quite the reference. No, but obviously, when he came to the, the the end of his career, he slowed down a lot. Yes. So he would back off. I mean, you've never seen anybody backing off. Right. You know, he nearly did at the end. Yeah. Because if you back off far enough, right. then they kind of go past you. Right. Because there's no way to go. <laughs> so that's kind of what I was thinking about with Mbappe. Whereas, whereas, what? Just back off and let him shoot, kind of thing. <laughs> no, I mean, oh. just, yeah, I don't think I don't. It's choosing your poison, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I asked. Yeah. What do you think about the appointment of Leeds? Who was it? <laughs> Does this loss, Craig, hurt Klopp and, his and put his position in jeopardy? They have not had the greatest performance in the Premier League either. No. I don't he's got enough money in the bank, is not he? Yeah. Like, he's not going to get sacked. The only he might leave. That's the not. Yeah, not right now. No. But I think if more results like this will add to his the doubts that are in his mind. Sure. About, can he turn that around again? Can he get them back to you know? Ten months ago, we're talking yeah. about a team going for four trophies. Yeah. Now we're talking about a team that's nearer to mid-table in the Premier League and has just been walloped. <laughs> yep. Walloped. But you know, I, I, I have to be honest. You know, we all did. I, I didn't expect Liverpool. I'm not surprised Real Madrid have won the game. I mean, I'm surprised right. it's five goals. Yeah. And there were schoolboy errors. But it's no shock a team that struggled all year. It is the Don. Don fancied Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's the manner. It's the manner of how it went, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the manner of the defeat. It's the manner right. of the defeat. I mean, seriously, Don, have you ever heard away fans laying their team no. at Anfield? I've never, never in my lifetime heard it. Yeah. The turnaround was Liverpool. All right, lost the Champions League final, but dominated the game. Yes. So not only now are they losing, but they were dominated. Yeah. From a great position. Mm -hmm. well, absolutely yeah. dominant. Yeah. It's not like Real Madrid come out, knocked them down, scored two early goals and Liverpool crumbled. They got dominated from a position of strength. Yes. That's worrying. You know, lost in the shuffle of all the negativity of Liverpool. It's a great goal by Darwin Nunez. Oh, yeah, what a great <laughs> flip. That, could have, that would have been the talking it's point. A, Brilliant. It's a great goal. I know, well, Steve would go, you said he never finishes. That's yeah. right. But that's, that's right. completely lost. Well, because you don't. <laughs> um, oh, God, I completely forgot about this guy. Ali, what was the most shakastrophic moment of the shakastrophic Champions League match? How long is Carnival in Trinidad and Tobago? Yeah. I feel like he's gone oh, yeah. for a very long time. Yes, <laughs> you know that Carnival is just a couple of days, right? Well, not for Shaka. Well, apparently not. Oh, well, Stevie was mentioning the show that he thought Allison's mistake was yes. more egregious and that you could explain more so the uh, Courtois mistake. I think it's a Courtois. Really? And, I, and I'll say it's a Courtois because he had so much time to deal with the ball and he looked so awkward in trying to make the second move once he tried to bring the ball down and he goes off his knee, off his off knee, right? 
onto the path of uh, Mohamed Salah. Salah. So I'm going to say... Don't you think the ball that he was given, though? I mean, Alisson's Allison's is rolled to him on the ground. Yeah, it's the Carvajal pass back. Whereas Carvajal's pass back, his first touch is here with his chest, which means the ball's going to go straight in the air. No, it, it, it does look bad and circus-like, <laughs> but I just think Alisson's, from a football point of view, is worse. Yeah, I... Because he actually had the perfect situation under, under his control to make the right decision. Uh, the thought process for Courtois, you could see it happening. As the ball bounces a little bit too high after his ball controls, like, well, I'm going to take it to my right foot. Stevie said he had a lot of <laughs> trouble telling his legs what to do. Yes, yeah, so apparently so. <laughs> well, he's right nearly well out with yeah. his left leg. <laughs> yes. You do your left and right. Uh, which was the worst one, Don? Uh, I thought Alisson, just because of the, the timing of it, because I thought if Liverpool got in at 2-1, they might have been a different animal. Um, but the fact that once they got it back to 2-2... Two, two, That's not really Stevie the answer, Don. Options, no, 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 no. Like, well, both incidents in isolation. Well, he can smash it long. He's got options left. He can take a touch. I thought it was Alisson. I don't think he answered the actual question. <laughs> Too much talk about goalies here. Yeah. Too much goalie talk, I'm right? Worth, I'm not worth it. Uh, let's talk about how great Real Madrid okay? are. You're right there. Is that my wallet that fell out? It was yours. Oh, hello. Wow. That's, that's been open for a while. Wait a second. <laughs> Let me pick that up. Well, we're not, hey, we're not wasn't it his. <laughs> All right. Yeah, mine, get out. Mine, mine floated. Well, <laughs> OK, for the panel. OK, we'll start off with you, Craig. Did Real Madrid become Champions League favourites today? No, because great as it was, Liverpool are... The opposition. Yeah, Liverpool are just not the same opposition as they were 12 months ago, so... So who are the favourites? That's a funny face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the answer up here? Where, where are you looking? <laughs> it's up there, well, isn't I'm it? The answer is up there. Not Chelsea, they're out. <laughs> not not Chelsea! <laughs> 21. Spurs. Spurs. Uh, who's the favourites? Real Madrid. Right, good. <laughs> Only because... But what about the quality of the opposition they played today? <laughs> well, that makes them not favourites. <laughs> right, OK. Stevie? Just by the Who are the favourites? It's really it's really hard to, to, to choose, to be honest. OK, well, could you, you try? Could, could, yeah, right. yeah, make... There's an answer right up there. Look yeah. at the light. <laughs> right up there, I think. Oh, I'll tell you what. Real Madrid. Say, it says Na Real Madrid. Uh, Napoli. Real Madrid. Napoli. Hey. Napoli. No, they're not, but... Right. <laughs> I'll go with Real Madrid. All right. Yeah. Still Manchester City. Manchester City? Yeah. Still favourites, Don? Nah, it's Real Madrid. Has to be. That's wow. a pro Even though it's Liverpool, that's a proper statement win, that. Uh, Don, this seems out for you, the final question. How did you mentally bounce back from a game like Liverpool had? The confidence was just coming back for them, and then this happens. Takes time. Takes time, Dan. You can't just turn up on the training ground tomorrow and say, I'll work my way through it. It's what you've got to do, of course, but then you take that into the next game. And it can snowball. You can get worse before it gets better. So it takes a lot of time, a lot of hard work, and a lot of reassurance from the coaches. Time's a great healer, isn't it? Time's a great healer. Beautiful. Wow. What, a, what a lovely, what a lovely, lovely phrase. What perspective? Well, you should write a book, Craig, on that. <laughs> Time's a great healer. Crystal Palace away. What is Liverpool's next game? Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wasn't that long ago from you sat here when they beat Wolves? Yeah, but they beat Wolves in the FA Cup. Oh, and he was like, oh, <laughs> on the line away now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Thomas, you've got a lot to answer for. What, what have I done? Well, even he's believing all the nonsense you come out with. You started it. I here, I watched the show. He's you start, he started it. All these nonsense. You've got, yeah, you've got Palace and then you've got, oh, Wolves. God, how many times you play Wolves in a season? <laughs> Is it just me or have you been a bit, a bit over the top with that orange makeup today? <laughs> You know what? It's been bugging me. You know what? Actually, you know, when, we, when the show started yeah. and I looked at the monitor, I, I was thinking that myself. I'm going, your face is like. Yes. Maybe, like Donald Trump. Trump. It's a, it, I've got a head like maybe, Donald Trump. Maybe it's the peach, the peach shirt. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you didn't go and have a sunbed this morning or anything oh, like that. No, Spray tan. I've no. overdone it with a makeup. You've got a bit of pulling he has been, I've been he has tangled, eh? Trump, Trump will be happy. <laughs> Good. Yeah. There you are. Nice old. Right. Donald will be. Uh, how did you. Because you're quite moody anyway. Like, whoa, whoa, like, Where did that come from? <laughs> like, when, when you have a bad game like this, okay. do your family just know, just don't talk to him, leave him alone? <laughs> well, that, that sounds like a Thursday evening. <laughs> Most uh, days. Yeah. Uh, yes, and. and my beautiful wife was very good about taking the kids as well. Just, right, just, just get out of dad's just, way. Just leave me in a dark place right. for me to deal with it. Okay. I think the night of the game, I was left alone. Right. And then I would wake up the next morning feeling better about life in general. Yeah. But, but I needed space. Don't, I would say that, I needed space. What were you like, John, going home? Oh, terrible, awful. I'd replay the whole game lying in bed, oh. wouldn't sleep till about four o'clock in the morning, and then take it for about another day and a half. Awful. Oh, oh lovely to be around. I thought you'd just watch a Serie A game, don't you? <laughs> uh, Eleanor walked Hey, the good news too. is. <laughs> Go on. The good news is, I'm paying a thousand pounds tomorrow, a thousand pounds out of my own pocket, and I've got a Wi Fi company. Tomorrow, coming around the hard wire of the garage to the internet, wow. he guarantees me will be perfect. Oh, what oh. could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Watch that thousand pounds go out the door. <laughs> Back in a moment, we just need to get some more equipment. You, you've gone to that Wi Fi place with the big windows again. A thousand pounds. Wow. Goodness me. Yeah. And ESPN aren't helping you at all? No. Uh, well, sort of. They, they put me onto the company, but the guys got they to take a long story. They've got to take the Wi-Fi from the living room. They've got to drill holes in the wall. They've got to Wi-Fi into the garage. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, put a satellite on the ceiling. So, does the show get to get a referral? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, referral yeah. fee? Hey, I, think, I'm, I'm not funny. I think one of, any of us could put some overalls on and go around. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Be careful now, Don. You're going to yeah. have a lot of people knocking at your door. <laughs> £1,000, please. Yeah, exactly. Didn't I just give you a 1000 So, Eleanor comes in at 4-2. Oh, no. Well, she she came in at three two, right? And right. Then walked out and came right. in. And she went like that and went, oh four two, and I went, you believe that? And she went, well, it could be good, or it could be bad, and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually bad. It's bad. What's that mean? Could be good, or it could be bad. At least your face wasn't. Mean? At least your face wasn't wasn't orange at that yeah, point. Yeah, that could only be bad. What were you like after a bad defeat? You okay? Yeah. Brush it off. Mm. Really? Just ate more shepherd's pie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You didn't bring it home with you? No. 
No. What about you? No. No? No. I don't think so. No? Hey, he's got it. Just the level-headed, <laughs> reasonable man. Don't you believe are. them. Calm. That's don't it. Don't believe them. them. No. Okay. That's it. Dom, we're very excited to see your Wi-Fi then on the next edition of the show. <laughs> oh, you want cash? Dear. Only cash. 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 <laughs> uh, we're going to. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is to not search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com FC. Just go to Indeed.com FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 